1: how's it going everybody welcome to drop in the glove special episode my goodness i say that a lot but it, it means a lot i got a a detroit red wing on the show today he is in michigan with me i wish we were together jordan i really do i haven't had a face-to-face interview since i interviewed um another detroit red wing guy tough guy with um Luke Witkowski? Witkowski. yeah he was up yeah. here in traverse
0: city yeah, I think I saw that one. So, yeah. Yeah, the, the one. first
1: fan of the show, I think, maybe. Yeah, maybe this summer when you come up, Travers will do a show yeah. at a yeah. bird. But thank you for coming on, Jordan. Is it Oosterly?
0: Oosterly. Oh, yeah, that's how Cider uh, Mo- uh, likes to say it because it's German. So, um, so he does ooze, but it's O. Yeah, yeah, it's O. Yeah. Speaking
1: of Cider, he was on the show. Can, can oh, I now be. tell him that I have the best Detroit Red Wing defenseman on? He's second yeah, best. Yeah.
0: I'll tell him that he said that.
1: Because, yeah, you're much better than he is. But thank you for coming on. You're with the Detroit Red Wings. The reason you're on the show is because we're doing a little GLI special. The GLI is coming up right after Christmas. Everybody, it's, it's a fantastic tournament. Everybody in college hockey knows it. Maybe my listeners don't, but you're a former GLI champion. It's a big deal having you on. You played in two of them. You're from Western Michigan University. Mm-hmm. We'll touch on that in a little bit. Do you know, a little trivia, I played in four GLIs, Guess how many yeah. games I've won. You played eight because you're guaranteed two games. How many games do you think I won?
0: I'm going to go with three.
1: You would be false. It would be zero, Jordan. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, for eight. Can you believe wow. that? We lost to
0: Michigan Tech My one of my years. So you're a
1: lot younger than <laughs> I am. You're 30 years old. I'm 40. So we don't need to talk about that. But yeah, that was when Michigan Tech, we were so bad. Now, yeah. now we're decent. Tech's actually yeah. come a long way since I left. I like to say I helped build the program, but I did anyways, more about you playing for the Detroit Red Wings. Let's talk about Western Michigan. You played for Detroit Bell Tire. yeah, never got drafted. No, did you have any aspirations about getting drafted because you were putting up decent points with Detroit Bell Tire. Mm-hmm. Did you get any sniffs? Did anybody you know knock on your door saying maybe Jordan?
0: Not really. Um, going into, when I was on Bell tire, I was a senior in high school. So I was kind of, that was kind of later to be playing major majors. So I was just trying to go to the USHL or the NHL and, and just try to maybe play out my junior, my junior age and try to get a scholarship from there. So, um, yeah, I didn't really have much pro hockey aspirations till I would say after my sophomore year in college.
1: Well, then you you mentioned you wanted to go to the USHL, the North American Hockey League. What happened? Because you went from, did you go right to Western Michigan, or did you spend a year? Oh, I
0: Sioux. Yeah, I went to Sioux Falls for a year, and then uh, and then went to Western Michigan for three. So um, yeah, and I didn't get really, I don't. Maybe I was going to get drafted after my second year, but um, I mean, in hindsight. You'd rather not get drafted than get somewhere in the seventh round. So
1: exactly. So talk about that decision because I we had a couple college guy college guys on throughout the the years, and most of them have a plethora of yeah. colleges offering them, throwing them scholarships left and right. What was your story? Sioux Falls, yeah, kind of so- a minor puck moving defenseman. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. not uh, not not too big offensively, but um, I like to play a steady game. So. Um it was kind of early on. I was getting some some looks from colleges, went on some visits, and um probably within the first month I committed to Western. Um no kidding. It was, yeah, it was a pretty easy sell. My my brother and sister both were at Western at the time, so um I was able to commit there and go there the next year. And um Blash kind of I said to Blash he kind of had an easy sell with siblings already being there, family being two hours away. So um I did the, I got the old yeah, you have 24 hours to say yes or no. So, uh,
1: why do yeah. they do that? Cause they did the same thing to me too. Do you think they, they just pushed you on the spot to pressure a young kid?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think they want to really, I mean, it really I make, makes you make the decision whether you want to be there or not. That's my assumption. But, um, I mean, going into that visit, there was a pretty much no brainer that I was going to commit there as long as, as long as the scholarship was right. So
1: any Um, regrets though because you you had a good year with the Sioux. do you think you could have went to i guess it's worked out fantastic but you could have went to u of m or
0: no um i mean my mom probably wishes i went to u of m she was a fellow she was a u of m grad but uh i think just the way i kind of grew up and developed i was always a late bloomer so uh going to a team like western we were kind of on the rise getting andy murray as our coach and uh it gave me a i was able to play i mean i played every game my freshman year so it gave me that time to develop
1: did it ever irk you that it, like a legit college program like mtu never showed any interest and you had to kind of it, it's yeah. Uh, yeah i i didn't want to you know make it sound so bad but did it ever irk you that you you know a big time name like mtu didn't ask you to play yeah, on their team?
0: So, I think it kind of bothered me a little bit. So, and <laughs> yeah, we played against them in the GLI gave me that extra uh no, but um yeah, I mean I didn't really have many big schools come talk to me. I mean, I had kind of like the uh Bemidji States, Ferris, okay. uh, Western. So kind of schools kind of right up my alley where I could play right away and um and see what see what happens.
1: Who was the Broncos biggest rival? 'cause I know at tech it was northern Michigan did you guys who was your team that you got up for? I'd
0: probably say Ferris, yeah we pull up the battle of one thirty one right on the um because they were in big rapids, and I think that's what maybe an hour hour and a half north of us, so that was a pretty uh pretty heated rivalry um obviously anytime you played up against uh Michigan State, Michigan. Those are always fun for us. I'm sure. Sure, they looked down on us at that time, but uh,
1: everybody looks down on you, Jordan. It's just how it goes. But I was at Tech. I felt the same way. Anytime we go to the Gli, we play Michigan, Michigan State, and like these guys don't even care about us. (laughs) We're just like a stain on their shoe.
0: An easy win for them.
1: (laughs) And it was when I was there, but not while you were there. Let's talk about your big win. Well, gosh, you stepped into WMU. You guys won the CCHA your first year. What was that due to? Was that you mentioned Andy Murr coming in as a coach? What was that like? Getting some success early on?
0: Yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, I mean, it was it was great for our seniors. I mean, they went through, I think three or four coaches through their tenure there. Um, they started they started at the bottom of the CCHA the first two years, and then Blash came in, took over, and then Andy came in, and um, we were able to win the CCHA the first year. So. I mean it kinda started great and then we didn't win anything else the rest of my tenure at Western, but uh but to be able to win the CCHA, which I grew up watching and was a big fan of, so that was really fun. And um and obviously all those tournaments at Jolos Arena, um, it's hard to beat.
1: How big was and I don't I'm gonna talk about the GLI because this is what this this show is about, but was that always the one you, you'd get to the, the schedule? And you check to see if you're in the GLI because you played in it twice and to see who you were going to play. Was that a big deal to you, checking the schedule at the start of the season?
0: Yeah, all of our local guys, we were big in that GLI. I mean, it was a Christmas tournament. Everyone in Metro Detroit, go watch if you're a young kid. So I grew up going to that too. And um, obviously, the first year we played in the GLI, we we lost to your Michigan Tech Huskies. You did.
1: domination.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We did get smoked. I think it was like one, nothing or something. (laughs) And then, uh, and then we got the better of them next year at the outdoor at America, which was, which is unusual circumstances. There was some weather delays and bad ice to get conditions, but, uh, it was a fun experience to do it out there.
1: So what was it like you, you finish up at college and how many teams did you had to choose from? Because like you said, you could have got drafted seventh, eighth round, who cares? But now you're a free agent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How many suitors did you have trying to bang down your door to go to the NHL now?
0: Yeah. Uh just one.
1: What? Just yeah. Edmonton?
0: Yeah, just Edmonton. So uh No way. I, yeah. So being undrafted, I I mean, I was I was back and forth. I mean, obviously you talk to your coaching staff, you talk to your financial or you talk to your family representative family
1: advisor yeah your agent Yeah,
0: your agent um and you know what i just thought i might as well try it i don't you never know if you'll get another nhl deal or opportunity and you can always go back and get your degree so um so i jumped at it and uh obviously it worked out the way i was hoping and um but i did have some some long long years in the minors and uh had to grind my way up
1: well yeah because it didn't work out initially when you yeah. signed with Edmonton, did you expect, because Edmonton at that time wasn't great, right? They they were still trying to find their footing. Did they just have the number one overall pick that year? They must have, because I think they had it five years in a row.
0: Yeah, I think they drafted Yakupov, and then I was there when they drafted McDavid, too.
1: Okay, oh. Yeah. Were you, like, in the same rookie class, like you and Connor?
0: No. No? no I, was, uh, I think that was after my rookie year, in the American League, and I think I remember we were down there watching, and we kind of all started laughing when the draft lottery happened, and the Oilers got another first first overall pick.
1: It's unbelievable. So, what happened? Why did you expect to jump in and play then right away, or what were your kind of thoughts? Um, what did they tell you?
0: No, they told me I was going to probably be in the minors for a year, maybe yeah. a year, or two. and just trying to develop. I mean, I mean, like I said, I've been a late bloomer my whole life, so when I knew I was going to need time adjusting and um, I think I kind of, I mean, I played, I want to say six games, my first, first mm-hmm. year. Um, so kind of a little bit more than I expected. I think I kind of had a seamless transition. Uh, I went there to Oklahoma city after my junior year to finish up their 10 games left in the season, which I think really helped going into the next year. And um, yeah, I had a blast down there in Oklahoma city. And um, even that, Organization was great too. So,
1: now you've said you're a late bloomer twice. Can we just say that you're not very good initially? Because at, at what point do we do we stop being a late bloomer, Jordan? Are you are you still blooming to date, or have you reached your? I, think I still your haven't
0: hit peak yet. I, I'm still a late. No, I don't know. When is the bloom gonna finish here? Yeah, probably when the door closes and I still haven't hit my peak, <laughs>
1: <laughs> still haven't hit every GM. I still think I'm getting better. You guys, still I think I'm getting
0: pe- be better. Guys,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So Edmonton didn't really work up, right? So you, you become a, were you a free agent again after the two years?
0: No, so I signed. Uh, I signed another year there, uh, just a one year, because then they put in that new Group Six UFA do you know about that
1: to try to control you a little bit longer if you didn't have pro experience that kind of deal
0: Yeah, like if you're 25 years old after two contracts under 80 games or whatever yeah.
1: it so that fell with you so you fell. were there
0: okay yeah. So then i was able to sign out after uh after three years in the organization i was able to become a ufa technically so um so which worked was, out yeah which which worked out in hindsight. and
1: then you go to arizona
0: then I went to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I originally signed two years in Chicago, uh, my first one-way. Don't and know.
1: then you were part of a trade with friend of the show, Marion
0: Hosa. I was, yeah. What? Were a, you just a throw-in with that? How does that work? I, think I was. I mean, Chicago was trying to get rid of his salary. I think they had another two, three years of his salary. So um, they traded me and Hinastrosa, um for maybe a couple fifth round picks
1: (laughs) no but while you were in chicago you did get some good playing time and i and i came across something that you said where you said playing with dunks really changed the way you play the game now correct me if i'm wrong you did say that and how does that work because dunks is a hard guy to play with because he's constantly moving around up in the play he's taking chances what was it like playing with him and how did he help your game
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, he reads the game so good. I mean, he's just, I mean, at that time, that's kind of the defenseman I was trying to be like, um, you know, he wasn't the most physical he'd eat pucks all over. Um, he played hard and, um, he's as fast as can be. So, um, being able to play with him, I just kind of was able to read off of him and just let, I mean, indirectly let him do his thing. And, um, just always be available for him. Cause if you weren't, you know, you're probably going to hear it from him. So, um, and then just try to be simple. I mean, the the more you, crazy stuff you try to do, he wouldn't be where he's where he was supposed to be. So.
1: No, he will let you know about it. And he, that's the thing. He's easy to play with if you just read off him. Right. And you it, kinda...
0: Yeah. Play easy and play, kind of play the way he plays. He's easy to play with. So
1: it's, yeah, he's, If you just play his game, like you said, all right. So you finish up Chicago, you get traded to Arizona. And by this time you're, you're used to playing 19, 20 minutes a game. What was it like going from Chicago where like you're coming in, you want to win the Stanley cup, right? Like this is it. We got a great team. You got Kane, Taves, Keith, all these hall of famers. Yeah. And then you go to Arizona where, (laughs) you know, I I don't know if they're striving for a Stanley cup as so much as just like, Let's Hold see on. if we can keep it within a touchdown and an extra point. Um, what was that like? Because you, you then you get to play with OEL, who's another yeah. a solid defenseman. So tell us about that, where you go from like, you know, maybe be quiet and play with Duncan Keith to now you got to take the reins of his team a little bit and have some leadership role.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, OEL is an unbelievable player. I mean, so i said i think I, I don't know if i said this to anyone but besides guys i played with i mean his skill level is off the charts like mm-hmm. as a defenseman i mean you've everyone's seen it he's scored what 20 goals in this league once or twice before so yeah um, yeah going from chicago going into that year we thought we were maybe going to make the playoffs to having a bad year and then going to arizona where we know we're not making the playoffs and just I mean, like i said, with the Western Michigan, I mean, it gave me a lot of opportunity to continue developing, continue to feel comfortable and, and take on more roles. I mean, um, maybe on a better team, I'm not playing 20, 22 minutes a night where Arizona may be able to play power play penalty kill play everything. And, uh, and yeah, um, take on more of a, a, not so much leadership role. We have some very good veterans there. So, um, but take on more, um, more, shoulders on uh, on performing.
1: Well let's talk about your time in Michigan a little bit too or western Michigan excuse me. Do you did you have any OHL options after Bell Tire? Did you ever think about going to the major junior route?
0: No, no? I was pretty good on just trying to get a scholarship and, and get school paid for.
1: <laughs> That's smart. Now you play two games a week from Western Michigan. Yeah. Lots of time to grow. How important was that? Cause like you said, you're a late bloomer Yeah, and you need time to just get comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How much time did you spend at the rink? How much time did you spend working on your game? How much time did you spend in the books? Cause you didn't graduate. So obviously school wasn't a priority at that point. Did you graduate yet, Jordan?
0: I have not graduated yet. Is your <laughs>
1: wife on you to get a, a degree? Cause that's how I graduated.
0: She is, but isn't.
1: Okay. She's too busy counting the money coming in from the NHL. Once that dries up, maybe she'll say, "You know
0: what?" Then she's gonna say, "Uh, "What are you doing on the couch?
1: (laughs) What about for the next thirty years?" But let's talk about the training because I don't think people understand how much time you Mm -hmm. get to train and practice and grow your game in college. How much did that help you?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're like you said, you're. I mean, you're practicing four days a week, hard, like two hours on the ice. You're working out for an hour and a half. Like I say to some of these guys, I go, I could not go back to do that college lifestyle ever again. I mean, it's a grind. You're you're up from six a.m. till eleven p.m. if you're if you're doing your homework. And
1: yeah. it's Olympic weightlifting too. Did you guys do all Olympic stuff? Because oh, we yeah. did.
0: Like, our testing was like cleans as heavy as you can, front squat, back squat, like bench press. It's like I can't lift that much weight even if I tried to right now. Like that stuff you're lifting is insane.
1: It's amazing the different – yeah, because like you mentioned, it's it's all heavyweights in college. Yeah. Then you go to the pros yeah. and it's more just, you know, plyometrics and just <laughs> all this stuff. And it's like we'll yeah. do the wind gate. We'll do this stuff to begin the season. But you're not lifting heavyweights. It's so – it couldn't yeah. be further apart mm-hmm. as far as preparation goes. And I don't know why.
0: Do you know why? I don't know why either. Uh, I have no idea.
1: I w- I wasn't – wasn't upset when i went to the pros and they gave me my training book i'm just like okay i do five sets of 15 but it says a manageable weight or rather it's just yeah. like six sets of three and it's like max out that's what it was yeah. in college
0: yeah try to bench 300 pounds if you can like
1: we always had with tech we would have our testing at the beginning of the year everybody's showing off and you would have to put up your body weight uh-huh. i weigh 255 pounds 260 pounds my first three years I couldn't do it once. And my fourth yeah. year I was coming in. I didn't care. So I just like literally bounced it off my chest yeah. and douched it up there. But not yeah, I couldn't I'm not a I'm not a big weightlifter. You know what I mean? I could squat a a truck, but Bench, you were you were probably a late bloomer, so your junior year you probably started to set some records.
0: No, I wasn't setting any records in the weight room. I'm uh, not yet. You're still blooming. I'm still maybe when I'm retired I'll start I'll become a, like a olympic lifter or something
1: <laughs> you and zidane ochara you guys yeah. can just start your own weightlifting program yeah. all right now you're with detroit you got out of arizona thankfully and i played for arizona too don't get me wrong love arizona maybe don't have the will to win as other gms they don't spend in the cap they got a lot of just dead money everybody knows that you move yeah. on to detroit oh, what a dream did you seek out detroit did you want to go back to Detroit, Bell Tire, Western Michigan University? Born in Dearborn Heights, the guy's got a Detroit tattoo on the back. Did you seek out the Red Wings? Was that one of your places you wanted to play?
0: Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, I I definitely told my agent if if there was ever an opportunity uh, in free agency last summer that Detroit ever called or anything happened to, to kind of make that their sole focus and um uh, obviously if the fit was there and everything was going to be fine but uh yeah i mean i was a i would i got married that summer and then we were wow. able to come back home and uh yeah i mean like uh like every young kid is i mean you grow up watching him so to be able to put that jersey on i mean it, it means the world and uh, I, I don't take it for granted so
1: scenario last off season, your ufa Detroit gives you the offer: two years, two point seven. Tampa Bay wants you.
0: That'd be nice. Did I get that now?
1: Two years, two point eight. More money to go to Tampa, or was it three years, two point seven? Where? What'd you get for Detroit? I
0: got two years. Uh, yeah, two years, two point seven.
1: That's what I said. Yeah, Tampa offers you three years at four million. You go to Tampa, or do you still go to Detroit? Don't answer that question. I don't want to get you in
0: trouble. I won't answer. That. Maybe, maybe that will be in play this summer. Hopefully. Oh, Oh, maybe, maybe,
1: but you come to Detroit, what's it like? And then you get to talk to probably your childhood idol. I would imagine Stevie (laughs) Iserman. What was that like negotiating with him? You're just like, I'll take whatever Stevie. (laughs)
0: League minimum, Steve. I'll take it. (laughs)
1: But was that neat kind of talking to him because it's Steve Iserman.
0: Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty surreal. Once I, uh, once I got the the chance to talk to him and meet him, I mean, uh, you're kind of in awe of him and, he's got that aura about him. That's just, he's just a winner. And just, uh, just a guy you don't want to let down either. I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's a tough guy. So. um, Is he
1: intimidating to be around?
0: I think once you get past, uh, once you meet him a couple of times and have a conversation, some conversations, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's still Stevie Y. And, um, but no, he's, he's really easy to talk to. And, Uh, everyone gets along great with them.
1: Is he around? Because I know in Chicago, Bowman was never around. I know in Arizona, Maloney was very rarely seen. Is Mm. he around quite a bit?
0: Yeah, he's around. He's around a lot. Um, Which I think he likes. I feel like he likes to establish those relationships with players and um, kind of be hands-on. So, I mean, if he wasn't social, it would be kind of more intimidating. But, I mean, you can sit there and have lunch with them uh, after practices and stuff. So, so he's good.
1: He's a good dude. Let's talk about this season going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're so far. So good. Kind of.
0: Yeah. I'd say we've kind of hit some rough patches. Um, just with some, I think we've had maybe like three, four game losing streaks, which, um, you know, obviously you try to close those out because when it comes to, if, if we're able to get in playoffs, that's not a good implication. So, Um, But yeah, I think we're overachieving and uh, Newsy says, and um, you know, we got a lot of injuries up front right now. So we're trying to battle through those and and get some of those guys back uh, soon.
1: Lots of new faces this year, obviously transition. It happens in the NHL. What's it like? You got Larkin, you got Copper, you got Perron, you got friend of the show Mo Sider, you got the big mountain of a man Solder Bloom, Soder Blom. What's the vibe in the locker room like? Because you have people from all over the world. TBY scouting like the planet. Oh yeah, What's it like?
0: yeah, it's good. I mean, the mood in the in the room is good. The guys, the guys click well. I mean, it, I mean, Larks is Larks is an unbelievable captain. He gets the guys together and. Um, builds that team chemistry early on which which is which goes a long way in in teams and um you know what I think I mean I think half of it comes down to this year. I think uh, obviously yet he newsy he's implemented some good systems that that help us uh, play better defensively. Um so and then um the guys that have been here like the Larks, the Birts, Haronix, um Fabry, yeah. I think they're Guys are just tired of losing, um, you know, that, that winning aura around the Red Wings that have been there for 25, what was it, 25-year straight playoff runs. Mm-hmm. So, so I think guys are wanting to get get this team back in the right direction and the organization, and we're close with with obviously the signings that Steve brought in this summer. Um, so it should make for an interesting year.
1: It should. I hope you guys pull it off. I think you're going to make the playoffs. I predicted you guys in Tampa Bay out. I'm just – I'll be frank. I did yeah. So don't let me down. All right, we'll circle back. We'll finish up with the GLI. You got MTU, obviously the perennial favorites. I think they're the defending champions. You got the Broncos. who I think they just let in. I don't know why, but it it doesn't matter. They're in. We got Ferris State, and we got the big University of Michigan Wolverines. What do we expect? Who's going to come home with the title here? Uh,
0: Have they said who's playing in game one yet? Do we know? I don't
1: know yet, but I assume Michigan Tech is going to play the Broncos.
0: Yeah, so I would say that's probably an easy win for Western. Um,
1: well, the reason they do that is because they want an MTU U of M finals. Because the two teams that are the odd ones out are obviously the Broncos. What a stupid name for a school, and then the Bulldogs. So they want the Huskies and the Wolverines yeah. in the finals. But anyway, who do you who do you who do you think is going to take it home? Do, do you honestly think the Broncos are going to take it home?
0: Realistically, yeah, I do think the Broncos are going to take it home. I mean. Okay. I, don't really, I haven't really followed Michigan Tech too much, but I I don't think they've won many games this year.
1: You don't look at the top 15 teams in the country?
0: No, I do, and I keep seeing Western.
1: Yeah, Tech's right up there. They were 12 last oh, time really? I checked. Yeah, they're pretty good. Wow. They're pretty good. They got Joe Sean coaching. I think they won the CCHA a couple of years ago, but I don't know. I don't, I don't
0: know. Is that the I don't know, new or is that the old one? It's the new one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the new one, the better one. As we like, like to call it, the better. They were
0: in the old CCHA.
1: They were in the WCHA when I, I was know. there, and I'm glad we switched over because we would just get shellacked in the old WCHA. Like I I'm think talking.
0: Be pretty sweet, if they went back to the old CCHA but added all the Michigan schools, you know, just, it'd
1: be beautiful. I don't know like, why they don't do that.
0: They're just flying around every weekend.
1: It's so it's dumb. Around. Well, it's all for money, right? Because you can't. It's not sexy to play Lake State.
0: Yeah, because is the Big Ten.
1: It is the big ten. It's it's just a lot of money. We'll probably just edit this whole part out because I don't know if they want us talking about that. But I agree. <laughs> I agree. It should be all Michigan. There's enough good teams here. And then you have the fillers like Western to kind of just fill the ranks. Who is the who any other NHL alumni from the Western Michigan University Broncos?
0: Oh, yeah. We have uh Luke Wachowski, Matt Tennyson.
1: Tenny. I played with Tenny. Did you? Yeah. Where is that? San Jose.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hey, he's not uh, very good. He is a bomb of a shot.
1: He does. Never hits the net.
0: <laughs> uh Danny DeKaiser. Oh, Danny. Local Michigan boy. Detroit guy. No. Yeah, he had um, a big contract. That really worked out. hmm He got a lot of money.
1: He did. Did you ever hear the story about a guy who lived up in Michigan in Michigan Tech? He Jeff Finger. He played for Colorado, oh. Toronto offer sheeted him, but they thought they were getting somebody else for Colorado. No way. And he signed the contract right away. And then he gets to Toronto and they're like, We didn't want you. We wanted the other guy. I think, I can't remember who the other guy's name was, but it was close.
0: That's hilarious.
1: And he made like $4 million a year and he got it for like four or five years. Yeah. One of the bigger oofs in NHL history. That would be nice. That's way before your time. You're yeah. still a baby. That's probably when you were 10, that happened. Yeah. But anyways, all right, Jordan. I got nothing else. Anything else you want to talk about?
0: No, uh, I don't think so. I think the Broncos got it.
1: All right, man. Well, I hope. I hope you can come and check out a game. It's at. It's in Grand Rapids this year.
0: Yeah, I heard. Uh, that's a weird change of venue. Um, but... Well,
1: the Red Wings didn't want to give up their rink because there's their prima donnas. Like we don't want anybody skating on our ice. It's going to ruin our ice. So there, it's it's a whole Red Wings thing. So that's why. Okay. Are you yeah. on the Red Wings? I am. You are. Yeah. You should maybe look into that. It's. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to throw stones, Jordan, but it's probably your fault.
0: <laughs> it was me saying I don't want the Huskies coming down to Detroit.
1: That might be the actual reason. But anyways, man, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure. I appreciate everything. Good luck the rest of the way. I honestly hope you make the playoffs. I, I think you guys, once you get healthy, you'll be fine. Hey, how's Nedeljkovic? another friend of the show?
0: Is he? He's good.
1: You guys need yeah. more goalies there? You just pick up this Helberg guy. How many goalies no, are we going to have? We
0: have three right now. Yeah, we have three right now.
1: I think you could only play one to- one guy at a time. I don't know what yeah. uh, Stevie White's doing. He's got something up his sleeve.
0: He has something up his sleeve for sure.
1: I thought they were going to trade. I still think this. One of them will go to Toronto. Really? But I know you can't speculate because Toronto, they've been playing good of late, but I don't trust those two guys. I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't think we want to give anyone to Toronto
1: no if you could go to one team who would you go to don't don't answer it jordan detroit we already know the answer
0: right you already know the answer
1: <laughs> all right man it was a pleasure hit me up when you come to traverse this summer we'll have a couple beers if you drink i don't know if you drink
0: i do i'm a big fan of some beer me too
1: i what about wine do you like wine
0: uh we got into some wine we went to napa last summer so uh i try to get it but i'm still i'm still just wine's wine kind of i tried to get more into it but I don't I have the, the palate yet.
1: Do you do the rookie party where everyone orders an expensive wine and you taste it and it's just like it just tastes like wine?
0: I don't uh, know. I can just stick to beer and maybe where'd some. you guys
1: have the party this year at?
0: Uh this year we had it out in LA. Uh, that's pricey. That's a good spot. That's an
1: expensive one. I remember we had one in Dallas and they busted out this wine. The guy opening was like shaking. He's like, I've always wanted to open this. I just uh, the cork comes out. Yeah, and it was just like it tasted like Like a Costco wine. I just didn't even care. And the guy was like, we like just chugged it. He didn't even, he was so mad. He's like, you stupid, dumb hockey
0: players.
1: (laughs) All right, Jordan. Well, listen, man, I don't want to take up more of your time. Thank you again. Have a good one. And we will see you around. Cheers, everybody.
0: Thanks for having me, John.
1: No problem, man. That was excellent. Yeah, that's fun. That was a lot of fun. Hey, I hope you guys do make the playoffs. I really do. I think you got a good team.
0: Yeah, I hope we do too.
1: Just Stop losing.